0: Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your love, thank you for your grace, thank you for your kindness, thank you for your blessing that's at work in us today, thank you for your word that is blessing us, in Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Spiritual sagacity. You're as big as your mind. <laughs> I told you before, if you ever doubt the work that directors are doing in the office, switch them with the spirit men. Give them one year. See, the office has come to the level of the mind of the one sitting in position. If you don't commit yourself to mental work, you end up being linear work. Wisdom is a game changer. Sometimes, when I share with you, I know that those who see the light of day, with the things that I share in church are those who take it and go and use it. I thank God for the things I started listening to as a young man. Those are the things I thank God for. How can a young man cleanse his way Do you know that if you give the wisdom of God a place in your life, you have a place in life? When we talk about wisdom, there are different kinds of wisdom. There are different kinds of wisdom. Anytime I have the opportunity to sit with somebody who has made it, or someone who is making it, I'm, I'm ready to hear what they have to say. Because there's no great man who does not have any secrets to share. Truly, there's nothing like that. Anybody you see who, is, who has made progress over time has something to say. They can tell you that it is the grace of God. Push them further to talk. You will hear something else. <laughs> Don't leave your life to chance. He said... I love those who love me wisdom is talking he said I love those who love me then he says they that seek me early shall find me so there's a wrong time to seek wisdom there's a time that you will seek wisdom and it will be irrelevant so all of you sitting here today have the same opportunity to be great James chapter three. Sometimes people say things like, "No, how would we have taken it?" I want to ask a question so that we help our conscience. How would we have taken it if we knew that we were coming to service on Sunday and God Himself will be sitting here to talk to us? How would we have taken it? It's like, wow, God Himself will have when you are kindly minded, that's when you start imagining, wow, God will come and come and talk to us. There's nothing God will say that is not written in the Bible. So you see, it is a matter of the consciousness, knowing that every time you come to church on a Sunday, you are actually coming to hear God. James chapter 3, Verse 15. See what it says there? This wisdom descended not from above. So there's a wisdom that is not from above. It is earthly, it is sensual and devilish. There's a wisdom that is not from above. There's an earthly wisdom. Common sense. And it will make you have common results. <laughs> Then sensual wisdom, mental wisdom, wisdom that we get when we go to school. Save and you will have more. When you do a job, pay yourself first. Sensual wisdom. God says, if you work with people... eh? And the money comes. Pay them first. Babylon system. It says, pay yourself first. I remember I heard it. The world says, save more and you have more. God says, there is He. <laughs> That's scattered and yet has. So said, a liberal soul shall be made fat. God says give more and you have. The world says save more and you have earthly wisdom, sexual wisdom. And there's devilish wisdom. And a lot of the wisdom running around town now on social media is devilish wisdom. Devilish wisdom. It's my life. I know what to do with my life. It's my life. <laughs> it's not really your life like that. Because when you die, the one who holds you, you don't even know. <laughs> the one who even puts you, much more, you don't know him. You, you don't even have the opportunity to negotiate. Which much should hold you? The Bible says the Lord by wisdom founded the earth. So this world was founded with wisdom codes. There are codes of wisdom in the creation of God. Everything you see around, there are codes of wisdom in them. God founded the earth by wisdom, not by power. He founded the world by wisdom. Light has to come before grass. Grass has to come before good. And goats has to come before man. You can see that it was in succession and in a progression. God founded the earth by wisdom. Verse 16. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. Talking about the devilish wisdom. It comprises of envying and strife. And I told you something about the wisdom of God. Remember what Daniel said? He said, they that know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do a Not those who pray to God. Not those who pray to God. (laughs) He said, they that know their God. Not those who pray to God. Prayer, even prayed without the knowledge of God, goes nowhere. He said, if you pray according to his will, he heareth you so. If it's not even according to the word of God, you are not even heard. Talkless of answer. Talkless of answer. I was telling you the story of uh, time ago, when I was telling a certain lady. I said, you've not been coming to church. He said, oh, pastor, but I pray at home. Is God all about prayer? God is not all about prayer. <laughs> God is not about prayer. Let me tell you something. If you wait for God to change your life, you can be waiting forever. So God gave us the opportunity to put change in our own hand and be transformed by the renew of your mind. So God has put the changing of your life in your hand. You heard, you heard what Nana said. He said, when you start reading books, there's something about books. When you finish reading books, about two or three books, you yourself, you know that you have transformed. You yourself, you look at it, you look, life changes, you see. So, the, the metamorphosis of your own life is lying with you. When you start reading books, your, your, your mind changes, your personality starts changing. I was like, oh, I'm not the reading type. Be the reading type. I'm telling you, be the reading type. Because there are certain aspects of life that you cannot negotiate yourself out of. Nobody will understand that you're not the reading type. You're working in a company and you are outdated in their model, and they will sack you without apology. And no amount of prayer will bring you back. Even God will help them to sack you. help them to sack you. Why? You are no longer needed. See, nobody is employing you in the company to help you feed your family. You know, in Africa, everything is sentiment. Oh, please, why are you sacking me? Oh, please, don't you know I need to feed my family? We didn't bring you here to feed your family. We brought you here to solve problems. We pay you salary, we block the money. Everything is sentiment. And if you know God very well, no sentiments. Principles. Let me tell you something. God truly does have favorites. Eh? God has favorites. But any time you stumble on the principle of God, you are entitled to his favor. God has favorites. Everyone say, oh, no, God doesn't have favorites. He said, Jacob have I loved, Esau have I hated. Simple. But Isaac taught Esau a principle. Remember the miracle service. He said, when thou shalt go weary, <laughs> he said, the dominion shall be given to thee. So, even though God's favorite was Jacob, Esau, if you can apply God's principle over here, you will see this. So no man is disadvantaged. Listen to me. No man is disadvantaged. I want you to put this at the back of your mind now. Ghana's system is not strong enough to hold you down if you can apply God's principle. Because that we are in a kingdom in a kingdom. The ambassador of US is in this Ghana. There's rain raining in this Ghana. There is whatever is happening in this Ghana, he is in this Ghana, yet the laws of Ghana don't apply to him. He uses US number plates. So, if anything goes wrong, they will have to refer to the US government for anything to be done to him. The understanding of the... Kingdom, you are in the understanding of the principles of this kingdom, it could go a long way for your life. But a lot of Christians don't like to read, especially in this part of the world. Because if you want to hide something from an African man, put it in a book, you never go and search for it. Mysticism. <laughs> I told them last week, I said, the thing, the starter pack. The starter pack for spirituality. If you don't do that, you are not spiritual. I don't know why they hold this part of the ear. So, so, when we come to church and we are prophesying, we don't do that. They don't believe me. Oh, no. Laughing, <laughs> think that is it? You think that is spirituality? I'm not against it, but that's not that's not spirituality. If you do that, and there's no scripture in your spirit, and there's no wisdom, God, if you do that, you have not paid your side. Listen to me. As you are doing, the angels will join you. Once you do one uh, uh. "Listen, prosperity does not answer to prayer and fasting. not answer to prayer and fasting. No matter how much you shout on God, Father, Father, go to go for it. They are still praying for money. There, God will rather give the money to the one preparing for the money." Money listen, money does not go where it is needed. Otherwise, all poor people have money. Money does not go where it is needed, and God is not apologetic about it. Even me, alright? When I meet a poor person and I have money, if I struggle to get my money, I will not divide my money with him. I'll give him what he will eat. Because you see. For example, when we, when we did a um, um, donation last December, we did a donation to some poor people for Christmas. Bought them rice oil. I didn't go with them. Becca was telling me that one of the people said, oh, they are praying for us so that next year we will come and give it. They are not planning to live where they are. That next year we'll come and give them again. Pastor Chris said, Poverty is not the absence of required necessity. It is the confession of inability. You are, you are as big as your mind. Mental capacity. I was, I was, I was telling in the person I said, there are some things that come from... You see, let me tell you something. I see a lot of I see a lot of you know young people and I know someone says I want to start a business. You tell the person bring a business plan that you that you never see the person again. So what do you want to but uh, then they'll be sitting down thinking that the society is not helping them. You can't sit your, your buttons down. Sit your bottle down. And the, I'm going to finish. Let me tell you something. There's something, there's, there's something that I read, and it is very true. He said, if you read two chapters a day, right, just two chapters of a book a day, in a month, you would have finished five books. And in a year, I think you would have finished 60 books or 60 chapters of a book. Depending on how many times the book has, 60 times of the book. I mean, by the time you are feeling that year, you, you would have seen that something has happened to your life. When you start talking, you are showing uh, mental judgment, discernment. When they bring an issue to you, you are thinking, you, 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 can, you can go through it. Many times when people come and talk to me, by the time they finish talking, I know what to say. By the time they finish talking, I know what to say. And this thing has not come by experience. Psalm 90, verse 12. So teach us to number our days. Moses is praying to God. So teach us to number our days so that we will apply our hearts unto wisdom. A friend of mine was sharing a story with somebody. He employed a young lady who says she doesn't have money to pay her fees. He employed her. Okay. After some time, the lady was not coming to the office again. The next time you saw, the lady was at the pool. They coming and told the lady, I terminated your employment. Let me grab let. You cannot have a problem and have pride. You never come out of it. You can have a as pride as the icing. So teach us to number our days that we may apply our heart unto wisdom. Moses said we have to apply our heart unto wisdom. That means we have to, you know, the word apply our heart. Okay? Show me the, give me the NIV so that I can tone it down a little for you. NIV. So teach us to number our days that we may apply heart unto wisdom. Give me the NIV. Teach us to number our days aright, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. So he says, when God teaches us, our heart to become a heart of wisdom. What's he talking about here? Accountability. Accountability. The word number there is an accounting word. Teach us to put numbers on all our days. Teach us to number the times, so that we will not do things anyhow. Do you pay attention to your growth every week? Am I growing? You see, you need to ask yourself, Am I growing? Do you pay attention to your growth every week? Am I growing? Like I said, the Bible said Jesus Christ was going in wisdom and in stature. Don't be growing in stature and don't be growing in wisdom. Nobody will take you to marriage. By your sense, will sustain you. Yeah. I said, your body will take you to money, but it's your sense that will sustain you. Because by the time you finish squandering all the money in the house, wisdom, if I send you to buy me food, and I give you 100 Ghana, and you go and you buy everything, and you bring it to me, eh? and you don't bring change, it's the last time I'll send you. It means you are not wise. Young men, also applies to the ladies, but young men, if you ever give a young lady money, she doesn't bring small change. You are in trouble. You see, you what I'm saying, you will not know. You are young, you will not know. Let me explain. Let me explain. I'm not talking about the young men who gives you small money and expect you to do something. No, I'm just, no, I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, you intentionally made the money a lot. Okay? Let me, let me share a story with you. There was a young lady I gave money to go and buy food. And I do this thing intentionally. And I see, and let me tell you, any rich person I, I, I do this test with, they always bring change. It shows the character of someone who can see the poor guys, it is their last. They will. So I, I gave the lady 100 dollars to them buy food. She bought She bought ice cream, cupcake, and said to myself, "Me, mm, last." She boom. No. said, "Any sick can did. The money is so bad. Learn wisdom. Spending is not a gift. For me, oh, I really like to buy things, and you know, I'm a shopper, I'm a shopaholic. holic. A young lady uh, called me one time and said that. She said, Anytime money comes into your hands, it goes. I said, Before we come and spiritualize this matter, before we spiritualize it. I want to know what to say. Do. She doesn't know what to do. she does with it. She's not a home builder. wisdom builds a house with their hands. A woman without understanding will bring down. You use all your capital to do still. Use all your one to do kotoji. I want to say, oh, you know, pastor doesn't know. When you have a lot of money, there are some turns not to do. Let me tell you, when you see a very rich person, how many of you think rich people are stingy? How many of you think so? It looks so. Let me just put it. How many, it looks so? Yeah. They are showing you how they got there. And you see a rich person who likes spending. He's called nouveau rich. New rich man. You don't, listen, you don't get big to manage well. You manage well to get big. So when I get money, I will now start. You a great man of God that I, I, I love listening to. <laughs> he said, when they were earning Thirty naira as a ministry. thirty naira. When they were ended as a ministry, he said they were still signing before they withdraw money. I told them something in the first service. I said, invest to so consciously invest in your personality. It is more important than your posture. It is more important than what you think about yourself. Motivational speakers, believe in yourself, believe in. what is in yourself that you want to believe in. Believe in yourself, believe in yourself, believe in yourself. What is in yourself that you need to believe in? everything about people now is image what they put out there image 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 branding image look put this put put this experiment hmm? put um uh nice jollof all right nice jollof which jollof in town is the best is it Hey. Okay, I me mean the jollof I've eaten that I think is the best so far, it's men's cook. I'm not joking though, no. which one too? I don't want any poison please. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, but I mean, let's say you put very nice jollof into leaves, then put Food, that is not really correct, into a pack. When they ask people to pick, they will start picking the pack. No problem. Let them take it home. After some time, when they discover that the nice food is in the other one, the reign of the pack has ended. Packaging is not everything. In an industry like music industry, all right, like a studio, a studio does not advertise itself. it is the good work you've done that will bring you recommendation. So now, studio itself, it is no, it is no longer important to have a studio in a house or in a building. They now carry everything on a laptop because it is no longer the machines; it is now the person behind the machine. Wisdom. So. It is the investment you put in your personality that is important, not your posture. I told him the first time, I said, pose and and take picture. You can filter it. Hide things. But the real thing will be seen. And if it's nothing to write to him about, we'll abandon it. So don't advertise yourself when you are not ready. The easiest way to kill a product is to ad- advertise at this beautiful stage. Let's say, for example, a 4G. Oh, this 4G is very fast, very fast. Do nice advert. Qua, 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 qua. Everybody will come and buy it. When it goes, the moment is slow. You are even worsening it because they will now tell you, start telling other people, oh, it's slow, oh, it's slow, oh, it's, slow it's slow. That's slow. Wisdom. Teach us to number our days that we may apply our heart unto wisdom. Now, the wisdom, the word of God is the bank of God's wisdom. So, if you want to know what God's wisdom is, it is in the word of God. Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 6. Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 6. Keep therefore and do them, for this is your wisdom. He's staff of verse 5 so you understand. Behold, I have taught you statutes and judgments, even as the Lord my God commanded me. That is the word of God. He said that you should do so in the land whither ye go to possess it. Verse 6. Keep therefore and do them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the nations which shall hear all these statutes and say, surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. People who apply themselves to the wisdom of God, alright, they become You know, reference points in their life. Applying themselves to the wisdom of God. Applying themselves to what God says. For example, as simple as going to church is, it is the wisdom of God. You see, church is not just just the preaching. Do you know that as we are sitting here, as we are sitting here, if you are conscious of the power of God in the house of God, do you know that your life is supposed to be prolonged? All the people I grew up in church with, they, are, they look younger than their age. When we see our mates, they are grandfathers. I'm telling you, when we see our mates, they are grandfathers. Then when they start talking we start talking, we know that we are way ahead of them. How many of you have noticed it? Now when you are talking to your mates, they, you are way ahead of them. You look finer. Now, when they say certain things, it, your system will detect error, error, error. He said, therefore, keep and do them. You see, he said, keep and do them, the wisdom of God. He said, for this is your wisdom. He said, this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the nations. Said, God said, the things I will tell you to do, they are your Wisdom. And your understanding in the sight of the nation. So these nations will say that these people are a wise and understanding people. God's word is God's wisdom bank. Matthew chapter 7. Start reading from verse 23. You know, this particular verse. Verse 24. Let's start with verse 24. You know, this particular verse of scripture, it's my best. I think I've preached it so many times in this church. Because I discovered that this this is the this is the secret. This is the secret to wisdom. Remember what Solomon said, said, wisdom is the principal thing, money is not the principal thing. Jesus Christ said that from whence has this man this wisdom and the mighty works, and the mighty works. (laughs) I don't just listen to anybody say again. I don't just listen to anybody, I don't just listen to anybody. Don't trivialize. He said, don't trivialize wisdom. Don't trivialize wisdom. Don't say, I want to do it like this. Seek wisdom. Ah, how is it done? Because when you look at your own life and you know that this, your life is not going anywhere. Seek wisdom. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man. Whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, the word of God, and doeth them. I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. Whosoever hear these sayings of mine, and doeth them, he said, I will liken him unto a wise man. Oh. A wise man. heard these sayings of mine. that I've heard God's sayings on tights. Let me show you something. When you want to argue, you see there are a lot of small, small boys in town. He said they are grace preachers, and tight is not important. Look at their trousers before you listen to them. What kind of what kind of extreme thing is that? Let me tell you something. When you want to look for wisdom, okay, apart from what is written, you also have to observe the fathers. Is stupid. Observe the fathers and observe anything that has stood the test of time for over a thousand years. You cannot just put it out. You know when the titans started. Then they think these those small boys can come and bring a new revelation that will now cancel something that has been happening that our church fathers, the great 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 men of God, have done. You are not coming to there. you are revolutionary. Okay. That's funny. It is better to follow the fathers. Because you are not coming to start anything new. There's no ministry that anybody's coming to do that has not been done. Say that Jesus Christ is our tithe. It's a new revelation. Jesus is our tithe, so we don't need to pay tithe. Then they'll be explaining it with scriptures too. Who'll be warm as soon as you I, 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 I was talking with Pastor Joe one time. He says, he said, to argue for tithe is nothing. To argue against it is also nothing. The one who believes he should do it. Give them time. We will see the one who <laughs> you understand. It just gives the people time. And all those people, check all of them who preach against tight. See their trousers. And they are unable to do any serious thing for God. Haven't you seen them? They have some of the smallest churches and they why should I follow you? Please go over to Revelation. Also ever this God says, God said we should pay the t- and I told you something. I said, when you are reading the scriptures, observe something. One of the things you need to observe when you are studying the scriptures to know something that's a doctrine. There are some things God said outrightly that do this. There are some He didn't say outrightly that do it. But what He put them as a principle in nature. For example, Anytime God does something, he takes one out. He created the world in six days and took one out. I'm resting. (laughs) Are you seeing it? The children of Israel, he took took, um, the sons of Jacob and took the Levites out. So you can see that it is something with God. It is a principle that keeps recycling itself. So it becomes something that is of God. And all the people who ever gave tithes were never commanded by God to do it. That means tithing is a result of a revelation. Abraham just gave the tithe. Jacob gave a tithe. Isaac gave a tithe. What? Isaac was copying his father. Jacob was copying his father. So throughout the years, then God now brought it into us. It is something they should always do. He said, bring ye the tithe into my storehouse. Look. He said, nah, I don't believe all this type type. How much is your money? You, how much is that money that you say you don't want to give as tight? How much is your own? I was sitting with a woman who gives her tights. Is said, every month her tights is 120000 dollars <laughs> While she was talking, said, said you know, said, you know. My tithe is $130,000 every month. And my husband says, oh, Really? God said, when, and I asked her a question How did you start paying tithes? Oh, she said she started when she was in secondary school. That's when she started paying tithes. Okay. Sometimes people come to me and say, They thought tithes is when you start working. Let me help you to answer that. In the scripture that has to do with tithes, God never sets anything about salary. God never sets anything about salary. You see, like I said, tithing is a result of a revelation. So, whether to give on the net or the gross, it's up to you. It's your transaction with God. Now, the tithe is what you give, listen down, for about, I think, since the only time I taught on tithe was when we were holidaying. Since we came, I've never taught on tithe. Let me tell you. When God blesses you with anything, you're supposed to tithe on it. If someone dashes you 100 CDs, your tithe is 10 CDs on it. When someone gives you 10, uh, 10 CDs, your tithe is 1 CD on it. Listen, it's not the amount. Even if it is persuasive, put it. Give God his tithe. And don't say that I gave my tithe to a a, a, a beggar outside. So oh, God 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 will accept it. I'm gonna give it away. Okay. You gave the ten percent to the beggar outside. So what about the ninety percent? You see, you see your life. Listen, I told you this on the first service. I said, when you begin to tax in obedience to the word of God, there's no way they will call your name in a witch's pot that they want to make you poor. That will work. It cannot work. You don't need to pray. Your obedience to God automatically exempts you from anything the devourer does. Don't go and give a big seed when you've not paid your tithe. Your seed is your giving. Your tithe is a payment. God said the tithe is for Him, and you need to you need to learn to. I, I, I'll bring the 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 the, the, guy, the meeting I'm having with a gentleman. I'm bringing, I'm bringing somebody. Come and tell you how he entered into. Into hundreds of thousands of dollars, as a young man, he's not limited by tight. In this kingdom that you see over here, all right, God does not give money to foolish people. God has to assess your wisdom. God has to see that He can trust you with it. Uh-huh. Praise the Lord. Wisdom. Whosoever hear these sayings of mine and do with them. He said, I will liken unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. Upon a rock. Wisdom. Come on, say wisdom. So you see that your, your mental capacity, discernment begins to increase. When you are talking to people, You are thinking differently. You are talking differently. You begin to think like God would think because the Word of God is found in you. I said, wisdom is a game changer. Anybody that the Bible testified that had the wisdom of God was different in his generation. Most of the time, those people they were one in their generation. One, we were just different. One, one, one in their generation. Wisdom. If there's anything you'll be craving for in your life, it will it be the wisdom of God. God. I began to ask myself a question. I was like, if God takes me from here and he makes me the CEO of this kind of company, will I be able to handle it? Sometimes you think you'll be able to, and when you get there, you just mess everything up. So it's not that your capacity is not there yet. So what should you be building? Your capacity... Building is your capacity. And wisdom is that which builds a man's capacity. Wisdom. Let's go to finding wisdom. How do you find wisdom? I gave them four points in the first service. Wisdom makes you a leader. Wisdom gives you an audience. Wisdom brings you into wealth. And um Wisdom is the matter of mighty works, but I'll not be able to go through that. So, wisdom comes from the word of God. And let's go to how to find wisdom. Divine wisdom is access to God's secrets. Now, I want you to know that in life, people only find what they look for. So, you must embark on a search for wisdom. You must embark on a set for wisdom. Don't let your Bible be there without you reading it. There's something in it. You know, the the scriptures are so full of wisdom. I know a man of God who said that. Every day he makes sure he reads a chapter of Proverbs to watch his system. Someone said, I'm full of the wisdom of God. Hmm. So, people find what they look for. So, in finding wisdom, the first thing is desperate search for wisdom. Now, there are different topics that you might be seeking wisdom from. One of the things I noticed with some of these great men, for example, David. Alright? When you go to the scriptures, you realize that the wiser are the wealthier. The wise are the wealthier. <laughs> Bible says David was as wise as an angel of God. David behaved himself wisely in the house of so Wisely. So the wiser, the wealthier. Any man who worked in wisdom became wealthy. Now, there's a scripture that says that a poor man's wisdom is not hate. There's a problem with that scripture. Let's go there. Because he, a poor man cannot have wisdom and not be behave. Let me now show you what was problem, what the problem with that particular verse. Uh. Hey. Ecclesiastes, hmm. eclipses of the nine. Hmm. Verse 14. Look at it. There was a little city and few men within it, and there came a great king against it and besieged it and built great bulwarks against it. Now there was found in it A poor wise man. And he by his wisdom delivered the city. Yet no man remembered that same poor man. Verse 16. Then I said, wisdom is better than strength. Nevertheless, the poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are not heard. Go to verse 15. Let me now show you. Now there was found in it a poor wise man. And he by his wisdom, it is not God's wisdom. Because God's wisdom will bring you to wealth. Proverbs 3, verse 13. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that geteth understanding. Happy is that man. That man will be happy. Go to verse 17. Her ways are ways of pleasantness. Talk talking about wisdom. And all her paths are peace. Go ahead. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her. And happy is everyone that retaineth it Anyone who retains wisdom says, The Lord by wisdom, The Lord by wisdom, verse 19, The Lord by wisdom had founded the earth, By understanding he had established the heavens. Go ahead. By his knowledge the depths are broken up and the clouds drop down the dew. My son, let not them depart from thine eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. So shall there be life unto thy soul and grace to thy neck. Thou shalt walk in thy way safely, and thy foot shall not stumble. When thou liest down, thou shalt not be afraid. Yea, thou shalt lie down and thy sleep shall be sweet. Be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked, when it cometh. For the Lord shall be thy confidence and shall keep thy foot from being taken. Proverbs chapter eight. Verse 14. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. Verse 15. By me, kings reign and princes decree justice. Go ahead. By me, princes rule and nobles, even all the judges of the earth. I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. Riches and honor are with me, yea, durable riches and righteousness. Riches and honor are with me, yea, durable riches and, and righteousness. Now, look at something. Now, I said finding wisdom. One of the first ways to do is to be in a desperate search for wisdom. Now, this life, okay, answers only come to those with questions. Let me tell you something. All the people who have gotten uh, uh, the chance to change the status quo in life are those who ask questions. When you are saying the scripture, ask questions. Why is it like this over here? Me, You you can't bully me. I ask God, why is this over here like this? I love David. The day, you know, David was a very wise man. The day they took the ark. And someone touched the ark and the person died. David said, take the ark away. After three months, he went to spy on the ark. says, Bible says, an obedient prosper." he said, bring back the ark. It means we didn't do something right. So he went to call all his people and his advisors and they began to check. They began to check. Then they realized the reason why the thing happened. You see, he, he went to seek wisdom. God did not speak from heaven and say... Hey David, you did not do so and so. No, David had to go and sit. You see, God has been silent because he has been speaking. Hmm. Proverbs chapter 18 Verse 1. Proverbs 18, verse 1. Proverbs 18, verse 1. Through desire, okay, through desire, a man, having separated himself, seeketh and intermeddleth with all wisdom. Through desire, through desire, A man, having separated himself, I said something in the first service, I said, God will not bother you with what does not bother you. God will speak to you about the things that are troubling your heart. (laughs) Through desire, when you go and you start seeking, you start getting books on what you are doing, that's when God will start talking to you. We are not ready to subscribe to God's wisdom on issues. I think we should. I asked them something in the first service. I asked the guys. I said, if you're a guy, I asked them, can you die for your wife? Thai. all of them said no. Don't press that he's not mine, so he cannot understand. Say, said, can you die for your wife? They all said, no, 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 no. no. And I said, once you have that mentality, don't go near anybody's daughter. Look, 80%, hmm, 80% of marriage issues will go if the men do their part. Because, you see, although, although, you see, although there are women who are just bad, but you can cast out they are whisked out with love, proper love. They are They are. They are clapping. Listen, he said. He said, "Husbands, this is it. This is the criteria. Otherwise, don't go near anybody's child." He says, "Husbands, love your wives." Has nothing to do with feelings. He said, "As Christ loved the church, He now gave you." But because God knows that if He said, "Husband, love your wife," we can do what we like. He said, "No. As Christ loved the church, and gave Himself for it." Hey, yes. The only thing we cannot we, we cannot trade is our relationship with God. In it, that's all. Aside that. Every, Three other, see, as we are saying it like this, the guys are not happy. So, um, that's the reason why a lot of marriages are overlapped. Wisdom. This is God's wisdom. God says, don't, and, and, and Pastor Chris told us something years ago. I didn't understand it then. I understand it now. But I'll still understand it more later. He said, You don't marry the one you love. Lift your hand and thank the Lord. You see, you see. This is where you know. This where you know those who don't like God's wisdom. No, 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 no. Please, please. Pastor, 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 please. Pastor, I can listen to you anything about. No, no, no. No, Pastor, please. How life. You don't, you don't marry the one you love. You love the one you marry. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. Pastor, please. Pastor, please, 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 please. Pastor, we are fine. Don't, don't, don't let us have issues. You will not understand. You don't understand. Says, husband, love your lives. You see? So, you don't feel like you love. You feel like you love. And I, and I promise to shake the other one in the second service. Yes, yes. I know that if I print this one, the feminists will come for me, but... Okay, another time. Oh, it's the wisdom of God. And it's not... Look... This Bible was there before all of you, and for all of us, you know that. Do you know that a man and a woman, they are both equal. In the office, they are equal. Except maybe there's a boss, and all that. they are equal people. If they are driving on the street, one day I was I was watching uh, a certain video, and a man and a woman were driving. Then I think the man parked wrongly and the woman was talking, and the man came out, don't you know I'm a man? That's rubbish. That's rubbish. Your man's words. Over there. Man and woman, they equal. But the wife and the husband of the same. So that when you are going to marry, you know what you are going to do. It's not kissing. Some people went that is of kissing. <laughs> No. no, see, the, the husband and the wife, they are not the same. In fact, that's what I wanted to say. In fact, it does something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the, table is the table is here. The wife, I'm not, I'm not saying, ask a woman and, woman, woman and man outside, it's a different thing. But the wife is the property of the man. Where's Valentina? You, you, we talked about this thing. Did I show you the scriptures? Did I show you the scriptures? Was everything correct? As you show where. Eh? No. Before I show you the scripture, let me explain. Are we God's property? Are, are we God's property? Don't you know that marriage is a mock-up of actually what God and us are? So why do we call Jesus Lord? Husband means Lord. Now, what I'm saying is not for boyfriend and girlfriend, please. (laughs) (laughs) Boyfriend is not the prop he's not anything. He's not even known by God. (laughs) Boyfriend, God doesn't know any boyfriend. There's no boyfriend in the Bible. Where is where is it? Fiance. No, no. There's there's, there's no boyfriend in the Bible. He said, um, whosoever findeth a wife, findeth a good thing, not a girlfriend. So, someone said we are rehearsing. Hey, please. So, you need to... Well, is it this, this thing I've said right now, some people, who do, oh, no, you know, it's human rights. If all of us are, uh, you know, we are God's property, but he doesn't mishandle us. Do you understand? So, if everybody is doing his part of the bad everything will work. And let me tell you something. Hey guys, the kind of word that was used love over the husband, love right? wife, it's a very strong word. It's a very strong word. It's more like because <laughs> no matter what she does, forgive you, That's what that's the meaning of that word. Thank you. I didn't say anything. No. I should explain it. Hmm. I'm full of the wisdom of God. So search, then think. Do a lot of thinking. Alright? Do a lot of thinking. When you, when you study the scriptures, do a lot of thinking. You read the scripture, you think. You think. You do what we call read thinking. Alright? Think. Intermeddle with wisdom. Intermeddle with wisdom. He said, through desire, a man having separated himself, that is what a lot of the people in this generation cannot do. They cannot separate themselves. They cannot separate themselves. Have quiet moments. You are too noisy. Have quiet moments. And uh, every great man of God I know has a thinking space. A place they think. Just for thinking. I'm not talking to, I'm not talking about worrying you. Thinking, thinking, thinking. If where you are is too noisy, find times that like you find time to go and pray. Find time, go and sit somewhere and be thinking. Think, think as you are studying. You are thinking. You are thinking. That is how and I show you my scripture Acts chapter ten, verse nineteen. Acts Acts chapter ten, verse nineteen. He says, while Peter, all right, thought on the vision. While Peter thought on the vision, the Spirit said unto him, Behold, three men see thee. So, while he was thinking, the Spirit said. So, God's voice comes in the place of thinking. See, so while we are thinking, meditating on the Scripture, then the voice of God comes. Then the voice of God comes. And the voice of God is the wisdom of God. It's the wisdom of God who will now tell you what to do. If you are looking for a business to start, alright? Uh, try some time, study the Scriptures, pray in tongues, sit down, and be thinking and be thinking. The whole model of the business. And I told them something. I said, anytime I hold a book and a pen, God starts talking. If you're expecting God to talk to you, keep a book and a pen around. Because God does not say generational things to people who don't write. Listen, John was in the spirit, alright? John was in the spirit. I mean, we all think that when you're in the spirit, you can't see anything. You can't hold anything. While he was in the spirit, God says, write these things. In the spirit, he said, Write it. Why? Because Jesus does not want that vision to just pass without anybody writing it. He said, Write these things. Learn to think and to write. To think and to write. You see that wisdom has come to you. That's number one. Number two, I'll talk about wisdom that comes from men. All right? Men. Wisdom God sometimes put wisdom in men. He put wisdom in men. Second Kings. First Kings chapter 12. I'll start from verse 1. First Kings chapter 12. Verse 1. And Rehoboam went to Shechem. For all Israel were come to Shechem to make him king. And it came to pass, when Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who was, in, who was yet in Egypt, heard of it, for he was fled from the presence of King Solomon, and Jeroboam dwelt in Egypt. That they sent and called him, and Jeroboam and all the congregation of Israel came, and spake unto Jeroboam, saying, Thy father made our yoke grievous. Now therefore, make thou the grievous service of thy father, and his heavy yoke which he put upon us, lighter, and we will serve thee. And he said unto them, Depart yet for three days, then come again to me. Depart yet for three days, then come again to me. And the people departed. And King Rehoboam consulted with the old men. Now, this is the point. He consulted with the old men that stood before Solomon his father while he yet lived and said, How do ye advise that I may answer these people? Now, he said these old men were with Solomon. That means if on top of all the wisdom God gave Solomon, he still had advices. You see, wisdom needs an association. Uh, Your company determines what accompanies you. Wisdom. He said, he contains the old name. That's why I said, observe fathers. Observe fathers. Some of you have foolish friends. You will be foolish. Don't hang around people who are always calling you a fool. You see, and it looks... It looks all games until it starts manifesting. I like one lady was telling me something. She said she, she has certain roommates and she doesn't talk to them. He that why? Because he said when you allow them, the next thing will call you a fool right now. The little dignity you have, let's keep, you, you, keep it. when 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 even sometimes you know friends. Pastor friends meet me and they want to get, hey, 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 please, please, please. And if there's something in your life you are trying to stop and you have friends who are always talking about it, you are not coming out of it, it's not weak. it's not demon. Start finding friends who find a fault with it. No, I want a space where people accept me for who I am, please. <laughs> accept me, accept me, accept me. Don't judge me. Don't accept me for who I am. Oh, Jimmy, die. <laughs> Nobody's a, nobody likes nonsense. We will not accept for who you are. How do you advise that I answer these people? Go ahead, verse 7. And they spake unto him, saying, If thou wilt be a servant unto these people this day, and will serve them, and answer them, and speak good words to them, then they will be thy servants forever. For he forsook the counsel of the old men which they had given him, and consulted with the young men that were grown up with him, and which stood before him. You know what actually happened? That is what brought the division between Judah and Judah. And Israel, this is just this, because he didn't listen to the counsel of the old man. It didn't wake. The old man told him the right thing to do. He went to the counsel of the old man, and they told him what to do. He says, make yourself a small boy for these people. He said, when you identify with them and you make yourself of no reputation for people, they will be your servants. You know that boy like that? When you go into them and you try to be boss, they will face you. But when you try to, oh, we are, you know, they will now submit to you willingly. You now listen to the young men. And that is how his ministry ended. Be very careful of the people you keep around you. You see, I've I've told you before and I'll keep telling you. I said, family can fall on you. Don't let friendship fall on you. Select. 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 Me, I don't mind making friends with someone who is way younger than me. Once I know that that friendship will benefit me. Because sometimes the answers to the things that you are doing, the answers are with a small boy. (laughs) The answers are with a small boy. Most great musicians I know, they are key, keyboardists. They are way younger than them. Why? Because these young guys sometimes, they, they, they come with something different. And you need it. You say, ah, this small boy, I cannot keep him around. No, you need a company that will inspire you. That will inspire you. You see? Your company. Then, secondly, men with light. There are people that go to Hebrews chapter 6. Hebrews chapter six, verse twelve. Are hmm. right you there? You see, he said, "But followers of them who through what faith." You know, you follow people who have accomplished something with their faith. You don't just follow anybody. One time, I told the cell leader over here. At the time, I told the person, the person had not really done much for God. And now, I, I even forgot that I told the person that. I told the person, I said, look, we are looking for somebody to follow. I said, don't look far. Look at me. And I told her something. I said, look, you are very blessed. Some people are following a man of God. They don't never see results. So they don't know what to follow. For some of you, you are seeing Scripture alive, it has come alive before our very eyes. Every single day we see the unfolding of the grace of God and the glory of God. Every day we, still, we see the next level and the next level don't take it lightly. Some people are somewhere, they never see anything. They never see anything result. They just preach, people are just preaching to them, they never see result. Once you are seen, God puts a man before you and he has made the man a model of faith and wisdom. You are closest to breakthrough ever in your life. There are people I am able to boldly tell, I said, come and follow me. I, I know why. And all the people who have followed me, it is not today it started. Though. Right from them, right from them, you will see it is evident results. Everything you see scripture come alive. Come alive. He said, follow, he said, that you be not so, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit. You see, there are men who through faith, you see, you can follow their faith, you can follow the things they are doing for God. I'm very excited that God brought me to, you know, one day, one day, years ago, there was an issue, so they, they took me to go and see Pastor B. I went to stand before him and we talk, 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 talk. The last thing he said to me, I thank God I listen. Hey! He said to me, "Say I don't want you to follow all those young young prophets in town. He said many of them will be hungry. True to his word. There are some people, their flyer is nicer than their substance. And you are literally giving you pressure. Three days of thunder and fire. You think you are filled because you are seeing their flyer. Now, graphic design is the cheapest thing. Focus on investing in yourself. Amen. I'm glad I listened to him. And he told me, Focus on the word of God. Focus on the word of God. So I was hearing something. I heard something about a week ago. He said there's some guys who came to church here. I think they came once. So they met one of our members, someone, told the person, your pastor, he says he's a prophet. He does not prophesy. And that that day, they he prophesies and told the person that she will receive Momo. Momo alert. After today, the Momo has not come. So he called, the guy, the guy said, it will come. Ah, why not receive him more alive? So, I, I look at it and I said, these guys, they lack wisdom. Bible says, true wisdom is an house builded. <laughs> if you want to do anything that will last, it will have to be wisdom. It's not gifts. You will get out of the system very quick. You will build houses. And, uh, you will have properties. You build a house for your mom. You build a house. You know, some of you will build, you will sing, hallelujah, build churches. I just prophesied to somebody. Some of you will sing, hallelujah, build churches. Some of you will sing, hallelujah, you will build a children's hospital. Through wisdom is a house builded. Through wisdom is a house builded. Some of you will build orphanages. You know how many prophets prophesy to people when it never comes to pass? And the prophecy they are prophesy prophesying is very correct. Through wisdom. So wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. There are men that God has given lights. Read books. Read your books. And Daniel said, I understood by books. Lights. You see, he got the light from Jeremiah's books. And I, Daniel, understood by books. And I, Daniel, understood by books. Look, put something in your your system so much so that if they bring you before any man in the world, when you sit with them, when they talk and you finish talking, you will not be ashamed. At a 12, Jesus Christ was talking with the Pharisees and they were amazed. They were amazed. Queen of Sheba came to meet Solomon. He said, he said that half of the story was not told me. He said, when I saw your wisdom and your prosperity, I want to add something I didn't say in the first service. One of the things that brings about wisdom. Okay? Songs. Songs bring wisdom. Isaiah 30, verse 29. Until the devil gets you to be depressed, he cannot oppress you. When the devil takes away your joy, he can do anything he wants to do with you. Look at it. Ye shall have a song as in the night, when the holy song is kept, and gladness of heart as when one goeth with a pipe to come into the mountain of the Lord, to the mighty one of Israel. Verse 30. And the Lord shall cause his glorious voice to be heard. Verse he 29 said, you shall have a song. Verse 30, and the Lord shall cause his glorious voice to be heard. God doesn't just talk. You shall have a song. You shall practice these things, you see. Practice these things. Every time I lift my hand to thank God, God gives me a word. So I was wondering, ah, how come it is like this? Until I saw this scripture. He said, you shall have a song in the night. He said, and also have gladness of heart. He said, then the Lord shall cause his glorious voice to be heard. You, are, you have a company. Alright? You have a company. Before you start work, after you pray in the morning, start singing. Start singing. Start singing. This is our wisdom. You see, this is our wisdom. People of the world will not see it like that. I, I like what you put on your, your, your status. Prayer is part of my business strategy. Let singing be part of your business strategy. Singing, you shall have a song as in the night. He said, The Lord shall cause his glorious voice to be heard. Songs are powerful, songs are powerful, songs are powerful. Thank you, Lord Jesus.